If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, what is life? And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Life is one and naught can ever take or touch that life. A recent newsletter published by World Goodwill dealt with the subject of what is life? How did Goodwill define life? World Goodwill uh, approached the whole subject from the standpoint of the present um, um, conversation, should we say, going on uh, in humanity to attempt to determine the beginning and the ending of life and the right um, uh, handling of new developments in science concerning neonatal care and the end of life and so on. World Goodwill, for those who, who might never have heard of it, is one of the activities of the Lucis Trust, which was founded by Alice and Foster Bailey. World Goodwill goes back to the 1930s and its its objective is to identify the causes of the major world problems, the underlying causes, not the outer obvious ones, but to get to the underlying subjective causes that lie behind the really crucial problems that humanity is struggling with. And the idea of that is to help create the thought form of solution to those problems. We can't really resolve the major problems humanity is facing until we understand their origins and their causes. 
And um, World Goodwill, as its name suggests, exists to stimulate and encourage men and women of goodwill all over the world who are desirous of, and many of them are working for, the establishing of right human relations between all peoples, all nations, all groups, classes, religions. And it endeavors to assist them in their study of world problems because the view of world goodwill is that to be a spiritual person, you can't just ignore the world and focus on the sublime and the inner spiritual life. That might be one's preference, and it's a lot more peaceful than paying attention to the world, but the real spiritual seeker has to try to apply spiritual understanding to the world condition. How else are world problems going to be alleviated and world struggle and pain be um, resolved if the spiritual component isn't understood? Right, and so we tackle the big question of what is life. That's the theme for one of the recent um, newsletters, the World Goodwill newsletters that's just come out. So um, this is what we're trying to look at today is this theme of what is life because it's a question that comes up and more and more today mm-hmm. and we think it's important to kind of take it on and uh, try to put our perspective on this and people can accept it or not whatever they whatever they like it's very much um, a question in the news in the last few years the case of Terry Chavo and uh, the right or lack of right to end her life in the state that she was in was very much in the news the question of anti uh, of abortion and the anti-abortionist view and um, stem cell research, neonatal care, um, the end of uh, life, which also absorbs a great deal of the um, health care budget, both the very earliest stages of the uh, frail, premature newborns and the very end of life, the last six months, I think I read, absorb a huge amount of the medical budget, the health care budget. And so there are questions about if life is viable and should be sustained in those forms. So this whole question is one that I think all of us, whether we know it or not, are trying to resolve in our own minds. Yes, and what we try to provide is um, an esoteric point of view uh, from as our understanding is as is as it is um, comes forth in in the writings of Alice Bailey, there's considerable amount in the books about life and about the uh, nature of life and uh, the effect that it has on <coughs> uh, life in the human kingdom and the other kingdoms as well. So uh, we think it's an important theme to uh, kind of tackle. I think there are people that would like the whole matter to be solved in terms of their particular religious teaching and uh, preferably with legislation, a few laws passed to force everybody to um, believe as they do or perhaps to have the courts rule. But in my opinion, some of these questions that I've just mentioned are not ones that any 
legislature or any government or any court should attempt to answer. They're too deep, they're too subtle, and I think they require the building of public opinion. In other words, the the wisdom of the mass of humanity has to prevail on these kinds of questions, I think. That's just my view. And if that's true, that means we all have to listen to each other and not just cling to the particular spiritual teaching that we're most comfortable with. And you can see, when you look at the debate, how hard that is for people to to let go or make room for another view that is not theirs. Yes, and it's... it's uh as we see it, it's all part of the unfolding revelation uh, that is taking place in human consciousness. And little by little, we go deeper and deeper, as you say, in the consciousness, of human consciousness. And uh, little by little, we, we uh, come to deeper realizations of, of what... Uh, is behind all these outer forms and outer effects. And this whole question of life is really one of the most deepest uh, questions that one can uh, can delve into. And you just used two words, forms and effects, which I think is where a lot of the focus gets arrested on the preservation of those forms and the um, expectation of certain effects. Uh, and we according to the writings of Alice Bailey and the view of world goodwill, would say that there's much more to life than what we see on the outer level of form. And until that's acknowledged, there is only heartbreak and uh, uh, an incomplete point of view about issues like life and death because you are just looking at the form and the loss or preservation of that form. Sometimes on the spiritual level, the form is not nearly so important as the indwelling consciousness. And I don't think that view is considered enough in the whole debate. No, and that's what we want to get into today because uh, <clears throat> to bring these points out for um, further discussion. And uh, so that, that's essentially why we're looking into it. Well, we can begin by trying to define life because the title of our program is What is Life? And to do this, we can only draw upon spiritual teaching that we trust and on our own intuition. There's a wonderful statement from the Ageless Wisdom by that great teacher, Helena Blavatsky, who said that life we look upon as the one form of existence manifesting in what we call matter, or what she said incorrectly separating them we name spirit, soul, and matter in the human being. Matter is the vehicle for the manifestation of soul on this plane of existence, and soul is the vehicle on a higher plane for the manifestation of spirit. And these three are a trinity synthesized by life, which pervades them all. Life pervades matter, soul, and spirit. I think the present view too often is that life resides only in the form, and when that form right. conks out, <coughs> life mm. ends. It seems to believe, the belief is that life emerges from the form, mm -hmm. whatever the form is, whether it's a, a, mm -hmm. uh, an atom or a microbe or some kind of um, organism, that life 
begins at that point in that form and it has no other existence other than what we see coming through the form. It's what gives form a life, so that's what their conclusion is. But uh, from the uh, esoteric perspective, as it says in the opening thought, life is one and not can ever take or touch that life. So uh, life is one, it's the same life that flows through a human being, that flows through an animal, that flows through a plant, or that flows through a diamond or a mineral. It's the same one life that animates everything from the atom on up to the planet itself. And uh, at least that's the way I understand it. And it is that uh, essence. It's, it's, it's been described as some kind of an electrical essence that uh, animates all forms. So it's, it's very deeply, and it's another way of looking at life itself. Somebody okay. said that if you understand electricity, you understand everything. Um, I don't know. Electricity, when it's really grasped, uh, is that the polarities, negative, positive polarities, and so on, does help us understand life. Mm-hmm. But it's, well, there is a, a, a saying, I, I know it's that the blood is life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, we know from well, medical experience that. Uh, uh, there is an electrical system within our body that flows through the, the bloodstream, and uh, they use, that's why they use uh, you know the paddles mm-hmm. in the uh, emergency rooms to uh, to to uh, jumpstart the heart again. They use mm-hmm. electricity mm-hmm. and small amounts of it, but that's all it takes. So I mean, our bodies do have this electrical system within it, and that's uh, the physical uh, expression of the one life. I think that's one way of looking at it. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today. What is life? And I'd like to say a word about donations. Uh, The donations are extremely helpful to us, uh, both the large and small donations. Uh, We really appreciate your support, and by the way, that's what keeps us on the air, and Without those donations, we uh, we can't do these radio shows for you. So please continue to give us your support, and um, uh, they are tax deductible. Donate donations can be sent to Lucis Trust. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. All of our InnerSight programs can be heard on our website at www org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website, and also you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. If you'd like to get in touch with us for any reason, you can certainly do so by giving giving us a call on our toll-free number, and that's 1-866-695-8247. Once again, 1-866-695-8247. If you'd like to know more about Lucis Trust, one of the reasons you might call is to order a general package of 
information, and I can probably uh, stop a lot of calls just by saying that we're not a religion. Boosters Trust is not a religion. It's a uh, spiritual philosophy organization, and uh, if you go to one of our meetings, you'll find people from all different backgrounds, all different religions, uh, uh, speaking about common themes as far as spiritual involvement, self-improvement. Uh, and once again, that uh, that phone, uh, toll-free number is one eight six six new york Lucis is the easy way to remember it. Uh, think of one eight six six new york Lucis one eight six six ny Lucis. Uh, we have a symposium coming up that a lot of you might want to know about. I think Sarah is probably the best one to tell you about uh, what the symposium is all about and give you some of the details uh, about it. Yes, World Goodwill sponsors uh, an annual symposium in the fall every year and on a different theme. This year the theme is the creative power of disillusionment, which might strike people as kind of an odd title, but um, we wanted to explore the nature of the present times and the um, stripping of the veils away from so many familiar and standard assumptions and ideals and values that we have uh, held for so long. I think many people are aware that there seems to be a, a, a whole reconsideration of the standards and uh, guiding principles that govern life today and that there's a lack of uh, clarity about what we want for the future. Well, this particular kind of period can be very productive if we approach it rightly with a realization that there are new truths to be discovered and new ways of looking at the human condition. And for our symposium in New York on November 18th, which is a Saturday, we've invited a guest speaker, Don Beck, who is the co-founder of a theory of consciousness called Spiral Dynamics. He is um, well acquainted with Ken Wilber, the very popular and respected um, spiritual teacher and philosopher. And Spiral Dynamics is a system, a psychological system of interpreting and uh, explaining the, the varying degrees of consciousness that qualify different segments of humanity. In other words, we're not all thinking and living and viewing the world in the same way for reasons of evolution and uh, the experience of the soul. And he will be the guest speaker to try to help us understand why there is such a difficulty in finding common ground amongst uh, people of different cultures and traditions and different values and what people of goodwill can do about bridging those cleavages. So it'll be an afternoon of talks and group discussion and as always at our meetings of meditation. If people want to know more about it, they can go to our website www.lucistrust.org go to the World Goodwill section or you can call us on the telephone and leave your name and address and we'll be happy to send you a program in the mail. And today's show, by the way, is based on the uh, one, uh, one of the latest uh, Goodwill newsletters and uh, uh, our today's World show, by Goodwill. the way, World Goodwill. We get calls for Goodwill, <laughs> the people that give away clothes and so on. That's not us. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Don't but I'm sure you, you would if you really had to. I know both of you are very generous. Uh, but at any rate, uh, today's show, What is Life? That's the topic of today's show. It's based on the good, uh, the latest Goodwill World newsletter. World Goodwill. World Goodwill. Sorry, World Goodwill <laughs> newsletter. 
And if you'd uh, like to be added to World Goodwill's <laughs> mailing list at no charge, give us a call at on our toll-free number, one eight six six one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. Easy way to remember it is one eight six six N Y Lucis. Lucis is L U C I S. It's once again think of one eight six six New York Lucis. And <clears throat> if you'd like to, you don't have to call. You could send us uh, um, a little postcard or something uh, saying that you'd like the newsletter. That could be to send it to World Goodwill, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You know, this is a very large topic that, we, uh, <clears throat> that we're talking about, what is life, and uh, and one of the things that you've t- one of the uh, subjects that you've touched upon, I think, through implication is uh, well, more than implication is that it's it's really one life, and that we're not only all connected, we're we're an extension or an exemplification of that one life through um, an electrical commonality, and probably far deeper than that. It's hard for me to grasp. But uh, how do you take someone like myself, who is walking around in this uh, what seems to be a finite body? And I don't see myself through my five senses uh, connected to anyone else uh, except for myself. Uh, is there any way you can, we can bring mankind into that kind of consciousness that we are all connected? Well, it's it's really the fundamental question about uh, this uh, idea that we are one, and yet on the level of form of manifestation, we're a myriad diversity of forms and uh, expressing in many different ways. I think. We have to remember that this oneness ex- is experienced or discovered not on the level of form and matter, but on the level of consciousness, and that consciousness provides a kind of a, an approach to the one life which is higher still than consciousness. It um, transcends consciousness, but consciousness is the path towards it. That's why meditation is so important in attaining a view of the unity of life. And all spiritual traditions emphasize that. The Bhagavad Gita put it beautifully, I think, what we are looking for. The Bhagavad Gita declared, having pervaded this whole universe with a fragment of myself, I remain. That's Krishna speaking. Having pervaded this whole universe with a fragment of myself, I remain, suggesting that divinity extends far beyond what we know as the known universe. This is just a fragment of the one life. This universe, our planet, our solar system, our galaxy, is just a fragment. That's mind-boggling, but at least it gives us something to try to imagine. Yes, and I, I think it, it, it's a real challenge to uh, to step back and to try to encompass all of this this uh, oneness in your consciousness, and to to see that uh, life is not this isolated little thing that uh, comes up from from the body or from a form of some kind. It it's always present. It's present, as you say, throughout the universe. It's the one great stream of energy through which everything uh, travels and everything breathes and everything depends on this this life or electrical essence that uh, is pervades the entire universe and uh, I, I was just thinking while you were talking it, it 
thinking about this should help us to uh, grapple with questions like when does life begin? And that's one of the other questions that comes up in this newsletter too. It's discussed there. When does life begin? Because it's now that the prevailing opinion seems to be that it begins at the moment of conception. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> if you read and study the ageless wisdom's teachings, you realize that there is no beginning and there is no end to this one life. It is ever present. And um, there is life in the egg, there is life in the sperm, and uh, when these two come together, they, they start a process uh, that uh, eventually uh, builds a small clump of um, molecules and um, which eventually become a human form if it's allowed to uh, progress <coughs> its course naturally. But the life force is already there. It doesn't really begin at that moment of conception. It, it is already present and is simply passed on by this um, the action and the process of uh, manifesting this physical form. At least that's the way I understand it. The other big question is, at the end of life, what happens when the body dies? So many people grieve so deeply at the loss of loved ones, and it's perfectly understandable because when the body dies, we no longer have that outer contact with one we've loved. But is that the end of the person? And the great spiritual traditions of the world say, no, life goes on. And with near-death studies, which have developed uh, our understanding uh, in the last few decades, we are more and more coming to the conclusion that uh, life continues in consciousness even after the body dies. These are huge questions. Right, and it, it's, it's now time, I think, to, to bring them out and discuss them openly and fully as possible and be, be open to uh, all positions and not, not just to... Um, as you say, legislate some uh, some idea <coughs> and call it that's what it is. That's what it's going to be now and forever. I find one uh, expression from the writings of Alice mm-hmm. Bailey helpful in understanding this. She refers to every living thing that dwells within a form, whether we're talking of uh, a planet or a tiny cell, as a prisoner of the planet. Life in form is being a prisoner of the planet. And on the other end, the people who have had near-death experiences and return to the body talk of the immense sense of freedom and release they experienced when momentarily freed from the body. I'm not saying life in form is bad, but it's not everything. No, and that those examples of uh, near-death experiences seem to <coughs> prove that uh, life does go on. You still exist outside the body. You don't need this physical body to to exist. And um, you're, you're still pervaded by the one life. And you're still activated by the one life. You're being this. So, um, and yet, we're also living in a time when people put so much energy into the maintaining of the physical form. Exercise and health, fine, but Botox and plastic surgery, you have to wonder... Uh, we are so materialistic in our view. 
I hope people will ask for the newsletter and read some of these thoughts and think it through for themselves. Would it be fair to say that uh, to become one with all that there is would also be to become one with God? Yes. Yes, you are one with God. When you reach that mm -hmm. stage of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once again, if you'd like to be added to the world, Goodwill's mailing list at no charge. Call 1-866-695-8247. Uh, that's 1-866-695-8247 to get the World uh, World Goodwill newsletter at no charge delivered delivered to your home. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS-NY-LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. <laughs>